on this episode of the Magic Business Podcast. You can spend so much time and money trying to get into a market or industry, and it's just not happening. And it seems like the phone calls always come very last minute for big opportunities. Welcome to the Magic Business Podcast, where we share insightful and delightful inner secrets about the business of magic. This is where magic professionals present their real-life experiences and some of their most guarded secrets to help further your career in the magical arts. I'm your host, Christian Painter, in partnership with the MagicOracle.club, where you can hear all of our magic business podcasts. Trent James is based out of Chicago, Illinois. He is a full-time professional magician. He's worked cruise ships, corporate, colleges, worked the Magic Castle, been a featured act at the Chicago Magic Lounge many times. But what makes this remarkable is that he is only 24 years old. Of course, it might be notable that he did win the Milbourne Christopher Award for the Most Promising Young Magician. We wanted to have him on the show because we believe he is one of the hardest working magicians that you've never heard of. Welcome to the show, Trent. Thanks for having me, Christian. One of the reasons Roland and I were really excited to have you on the show is because it's easy for the older guys to talk about how we became professionals, but that was 20, 30, 40 years ago for some of us. But you've done it in the last five years. Yeah, yeah. And so the key is, is we just want your secrets, Trent. Um, <laughs> how, 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 so, because there's going to be a lot of young guys, you know, listening. There's going to be the guys who are, four, you know, maybe 14 years old listening to you. And even guys who are going to be 30 years old listening to you right now wondering, how do I get started? How, how did you get there? Yeah, everyone's path is different. But for me, um, I got started in magic at age five, my dad got me into magic. Um, I feel like it really didn't take off until when I was 14. I developed the contest act and that was sort of the beginning. From there, that act taught me how to be in a show, how to create an act, uh, keep working on an act, making act better. Um, And and that was the start of it. And from there, it just sort of took off. Okay, so then you're telling me step one is um, maybe do competitions? Um, not for everybody. And, and I feel like even now, I mean, that was, so that would have been 10 years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. And even now, I mean, you're seeing less contests um, out there. I think just step one would be develop an act. You know, that, that could be a silent act. That could be a talking act. It could be 10 minutes long. It could be five minutes long. It could be 20 minutes long. Develop an act, um, a, a structured piece Something that you can build on, you can work on, you can develop and 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 grow with. Where am I going to practice this act? How am I going to get this in front of people? Right. That's probably the most challenging part when you're 14 uh, because corporate clients aren't calling you uh, <laughs> no. for a show. So for, for me, the natural outlet was these magic contests. So I, I developed this act and I did a contest. I was I was lucky enough to win. And then enter another contest and work on the act in between that and do another one and do another one and do another one. And then eventually all these conventions that I had been in the contest act uh, had brought me back to be in some of the gala shows as a performer, uh, which was super cool. Um, I think I think the the contests are a great outlet and, and just go into it. Don't worry about winning. That's that was never part of it for me. Certainly it's it's fun to win. Um, but but the the deadline of having that well you know it's coming up in April like really got to get this going really got to uh, get working on this is important 
Um, so those contests, um, you know, a lot of people say open mics. Open mics for uh, uh, for someone who's young, I think, can be very intimidating, and maybe not the best um, performance outlet. You know, it's a it's good it's good to do any show to do anything, mm-hmm. but you know, sometimes if you're if you're bringing a manip act to an open mic, uh, you're probably not going to get a ton out of it. It'd probably just be extremely stressful. Um, right. But uh, yeah, find it. Find anything you can. I mean, for me, when I was a kid, it was it was contests like old people's homes. Um, yeah, I'm Boy Scouts. Like any anything. Like anything. So just anything. get out there and perform anywhere, anyhow. Don't worry about getting paid. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. And I and I think that's a pretty pretty typical advice. Um, but I think having that act. So let's say you you got that 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 blue and gold banquet coming up. You know. Develop an act. Don't just do some tricks. You know, develop a piece. You know. Uh, oh, okay. So what you said there is pretty heavy because I think a lot of people do. They just do a parade of tricks. They're not really thinking about an act. Right, right, and 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 that's one of the reasons I love manipulation magic is is you have an act. It's something that flows. You have a series of tricks. Sometimes it's ten tricks. Sometimes it's sixty tricks. Right. Yeah. Um. But I I think creating that flow. And, and it's an act, it's something special. And, and our audience feels that they know when it's just tricks. They know when you're like, okay, did that, put that away and take out the next thing and, and keep going. Um, and, and certainly everyone starts that way. I think that's how I started for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think building that, that, that core piece, what, whatever it could be, and then just constantly build and, and, and better it. Maybe that's cutting something out. Maybe that's, you know, Changing it entirely if it's not working. Okay, we got our act. What's next? You have the act. That's the most important thing. And you will work on that forever and always. And it will will never be perfect. And if you're developing this act at a young age, at some point, you will probably kill the act. Uh, You will probably stop doing that material. Maybe you outgrow it. Uh, And that's what it was in my case. I was doing a silent manip act. And I just outgrew it. Um, I changed a lot as a person from, you know, 14 to 18, let alone, you know, my magic developed. Mm-hmm. So I, I was known for doing this manip act and I stopped doing it, which which was um, a big step to go and change everything. Um, but, but, you know, building and developing is a process that never ends. So once you have that, though, mm-hmm. I think finding a mentor you can trust um, is important. And, and I say that, you know, you know, it, we all have ma- magician friends and it's hard to get honest feedback uh, from some friends. So I think finding someone you can trust who will be honest with you, you know, is this good? Do I need to cut this? You know, don't, don't do that again. That was terrible. Whatever uh, I think is important for me. I, I found someone, I needed help on the business side of things. So I, w- I found someone who was in the entertainment industry, not in the magic industry directly, mm-hmm. but in, in the entertainment industry who could guide me through that process, who could recommend, hey, go do this, this NACA conference to try to get in the college market. Mm-hmm. You know, something I never even heard of uh, at that moment. Um, but, but finding a mentor, you know, whether that be for magic or for the business side of things, I think is very important. You know, there's there's nowhere that teaches this stuff. Never, never once did I learn how to be a magician in school. Unfortunately, I learned how to do many other things, 
but never how to be a magician. And and as you know, the tricks are such a small part of being a, a entertainer. But part of that mentor part is also being able to, um, you know, when the guy says, this is wrong, this sucks, you got to redo this, or you're going to have to rework that, is to be able to take that, right? Right. You, you have to take it. You, it can't, you can't let it upset you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to also decide if that person's right or not. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, we've had, we've had many conversations about things, and, and some things I, I listen to, some things I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, not that you or someone else is wrong, but just because I, I, I feel deep down this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe a year from now I could go back and be like, man, Christian was right. I should have <laughs> stopped doing that. Um, but finding that person you can trust and trusting that person but also trusting your gut. So if, if you don't, if you feel like it should be a different way, you know, don't let that person decide everything for you. Certainly not. Because I, I see that a lot where someone will recommend something and immediately they'll change it immediately. Right. And without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's good to, to, and ask questions too. If someone says, you know, why are you doing this? And, you know, and, and why, wherever they might not like it, ask them, you know, why don't you like it? What don't you like about it? Is it because of this? Was my delivery off? Was it, you know, what I was wearing? Was it when I said it? Um, there's so many things, you know, I, I, I always want to know. Um, I always want to get feedback. I also want to know why a person feels that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I also think there's a moment for feedback too. Like I'm not a person right after a show who w- wants to get, you know, feedback immediately. You know, I want, I want to, if I had a good show, I'd rather just live in that for a moment before, before you go, Oh, you know what? We got this. Don't do that. Or we have to change that or this, you know, I think it's, it's good to let things breathe for a moment before you start. Exactly. Yes. You know, let (laughs) the first thing we should do is not run up and tell someone, Oh, you know, you flashed that one thing. Well, I just got a standing ovation. Yeah, but you flashed. Uh, Right. No, we understand that. So, okay, so I like where this is going. You, you've, you've built an act. You've built it through the magic world and competitions. You've found a mentor. The mentor helped you find, here's my, you know, some footsteps into getting into, uh, like you said, the college market. But I, I want to pull back just for a moment because, gosh, you've also done the Magic Castle. You're doing the uh, Chicago Magic Lounge. How are you getting your name out there? How are people seeing this young guy? You know, like any business, any industry, it's all about connections and who you know, and also being good, obviously. Right. I think that's very important. But um, but I I I feel like everything that I've booked is because I think my show is a good product. Mm-hmm. I think I think I've worked hard enough that it it's it's a solid product, and I and it feels like everything that I book is because of you know. Maybe not word of mouth is not the proper way to describe it, but in a way, yeah, you know, like people see you do this and see you do this and, and your friend recommends you for this and that. And, and that's what it was with the, the college market. I, you know, I, I took a step to, to, and that's the next step, I think, is taking a big step, mm-hmm. taking a risk. Um, you know, my friend recommended that I look into the college market. He thought he'd be great for it. Now, did you did you go to trade shows there and and set up a booth? What did you do? Yeah, so I was, you know, there, now you can be self-repped. You can have an agency for the college market. 
I think the way to go is to have an agency. When I was getting in the market, I didn't have an agent. No one knew who I was. It's, it's, there's a lot of entertainers. There's a lot of magicians in the market. A lot of agencies already have their person. So it's hard to get in. So I figured, you know what? Let me go try this. Be self-repped. Let me go do some magic in my booth. I didn't get a showcase. There was really no chance that I would get a showcase being my first NACA. This is what I'm speaking about. Um, so I thought, you know what? Let me give this a try. And I thought, you know, if I book one or two things, it's all worth it. And uh, I'll break even because it's it's quite the investment. And it was a big step. It was a big risk. And and, le- and for the listeners, let's let's explain. When you go to a Nacron APCA, it's not cheap. No, no. I mean, you spent probably a couple grand, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, luckily, I was driving distance, so that saved the airfare. You know, I think I would have been um, 19 for this for this first NACA that I did. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I probably invested $2,500, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, I submitted for a showcase knowing at that time, not knowing that at that time I wouldn't get it. Right. Um, and all those things. So there's, it's, it's all, it's, it's a big investment and get ready. I booked zero shows out of that uh, first NACA, zero shows. However, I met an agent. There was an agent across from me. Uh, they saw what I was doing. They saw how I was interacting with students. Uh, they saw that I was a fresh face. I'm, I'm 19 years old. I, I think I definitely look my age, um, if not younger. Um, but, but they saw what I was doing, and they, they kept in the back of their head. They already had a magician. They didn't need another one. But it was, it was you know, they, they had a, a show they needed filled. It was a nooner. Which Christian, you know what a nooner is. They're, they're very difficult. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's an event that usually happens mm-hmm. in the early afternoon, if not noon, uh, on a college campus. In this case, it was a community college. Uh, at, it was in the cafeteria at noon, so everyone was eating their lunch. Really, no interest in watching a magician, but that was the first college performance I ever did. Um, and they called me for that one gig. They needed it. It was a last minute thing. I think it was a week out. They called me, um, and I said yes, and I did it. And then a month later, I was on their their roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's it's pretty cool to go from you know just trying to navigate through this thing to be on with a pretty reputable agency. And and yeah, you're working. You've worked cruise ships as well. I yeah. mean, that's that's quite a, a feat as well. As young as you are to to get yourself. So now, are you just? submitting to other agents, and, and I don't mean this just for Christians, but for colleges and all the other stuff you're doing. I mean, you are you seem to be, as someone who is not well-known, I mean, there's people who know you, obviously, in the magic world, but I mean, overall, you don't concentrate on the magic world at all. I see you always working in the real world. Yeah. How are you doing that? Are you just out there sending stuff to people, sending videos, whatever? What are you doing? Never, which is the odd part. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, I mean, I started very much in the magic world. And then after I kind of killed the competition act, I developed this new show, mm-hmm. uh, this new style. And I sort of backed away from the magic community, not, not, not for any particular reason, just to kind of focus to, to you know, because sometimes when you focus on what everyone else is doing, you're not accomplishing anything yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good to set a goal and focus and get to that. And I had, I had certain goals. One of them was getting with a, a college agent. And then another was getting with the cruise agent. Um, and, and the cruise agent was a friend recommended me 
to his uh, cruise agent. You know, they reached out looking for more acts, young acts, um, fresh acts. And he recommended me, and I was probably, it's probably around the same time. I was probably 18 or 19. Um, and I submitted a video and heard nothing. Went nowhere. Oh, oh well. I, I thought the video was good. It, maybe, maybe you know, whatever. For whatever reason, they didn't go with it. Um, and then a year later, they emailed again saying, you know, look for recommendations. And he said, can I s- suggest you again? I said, absolutely. You know, had a, a new video. I think that showcased me better. And also, I had a year of development to be a better entertainer. Um, and then they, they signed me for that. Um and, and, you know, I wasn't, I, I always wanted to do cruises, but it wasn't like my main focus at that time. My main focus was the college market. And I think still is. Right. Um, but being ready for those opportunities, you know, I think when I got that email, I, I was ready to go do a cruise ship tomorrow if they needed me to. Mm-hmm. And it seems like from my experience in the entertainment industry, the phone calls always come very last minute for big opportunities. Well, I think for a lot of people that that is how it works. Right. You, you keep yeah. throwing stuff against the wall and sooner or later something comes back that surprises you. Right. And it can be, you know, it can be, you can spend so much time and, and money, you know, wait, you know, trying to get into a market or industry and it's just not happening. But then once again, like with this, this college, we need you to do the show next week. If I would have said no, they would never have called me again. Probably, you know, mm-hmm. it, that, that would have been dead. So, right. I mean, you be ready for those opportunities. Be ready for those calls. But I would also say, Trent, and I know you, you probably wouldn't say this about yourself, but I, we have worked together a few times on uh, in, in various ways. And one of the things that I've seen about you is where a lot of magicians will sit and, and like they can't get out of magic, but they're just talking about tricks or talking about magic. And I'll watch you talk more about business. So when you're in that mode, you're not... Um, you know, that, oh, I just only want to talk about magic. I see you looking at the business side. Talk about that for a moment. Yeah, I mean, obviously the business side is so important. And it, it's the business side is certainly my least favorite part about being an entertainer, but easily probably the most important. You know, having mm-hmm. that, that show is, is so important. And I spend so much time on that. I spend so much time working on the show. Um, and And I... I think you need to have that good product, but focusing on, on, you know, having good promo, having good photos, you know, is so, is so important. And every year, you know, constantly, all right, got to do a new video. And for me, <laughs> I, you know, being young, I would look different every year. Uh, I'd look older, I'd change whatever, my hair, whatever. And so it, it would be very important to constantly be updating promo. But I was never, I was never a person submitting things, you know, because one thing I always feared was, I think with, with all these industries, people talk. So if I were to, you know, let's say when I was 14, submit a video to a a cruise agent, Mm -hmm. I probably, I was not good, you know, certainly not ready for anything near that level. So they'll see it, you know, maybe they, Trent James, who is this? Oh man, this is, this is bad. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, and then my name is a, a sour taste in their mouth. Could be forever, you know. Right. Um, and I think that goes the same way with doing a bad show or anything. You want to be careful with any of that. Um, but yeah, you 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 want to you want to make sure you're ready for the opportunity, but also be honest with yourself if you're not. You know. I don't, okay. 
let's look at what you've told us. You said, get out there, develop your act, however you got to do that, work in whatever way you can. Don't worry about getting paid. Just get in front of audiences, develop an act, and not a bunch of tricks, but an act. That was step one I heard. Step two, find a mentor. And that's not one of your buddies, not one of your friends, but you're saying find someone who's already ahead of you, that's already doing it, who will take you under their wing and teach you the business or the act, right? Right. And even better if they're if they're not directly in the magic industry, because okay. it can be kind of tough. If you're trying to get in the college market and you go talk to a college performer, you know, mm -hmm. some people can be kind of, you know, you know, they're not interested in, in sharing you. information on their market. That's right. They, of course. They don't want more competition, which I certainly understand. But I, I also think, you know, if there's a reason someone books another performer over me, it's mm -hmm. because they like that other performer. You know, you can't rip yourself up over right. it but step three let's go to step three step three was um you got to take the chances right now that you right. you understand the business so you spent a lot of money you went to the NACA showcases and that and you took a chance and and even though you got nothing you did catch the eye of someone so it's that you just got to keep throwing stuff out there understanding it's going to cost money right yeah it and, didn't pay off uh, immediately but eventually did and and it's right and so you're, and, and I think another thing you kind of, you didn't say it out loud, but you've, you've definitely hinted around it, is you've got to be shaking hands and kisses ba babies. You've got to be meeting people right. that are going to take you to the next level or opening right. doors for you. You can't just sit in your own little group. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I think, though, with the, the contest act did for me. While mm -hmm. I don't do almost any of that magic that I did in that, that manipulation contest act, it did certainly introduce me to so many people that have been now critical in my career to get to that next level to, to, you know, I know Ben Barnes, the booker at the Chicago magic lounge because of that manip act, you know, gotcha. it's not what I'm doing anymore, but that's why I, I know him and I'm friends with Ben. I'm sure you've had some younger people ask you, how do I just become a professional even? What's the question they never ask you, but they should be asking you. Am I ready? Um, it's a question we, we, a lot of us fear, I think, you know, it's, we, cause you don't want to hear if you're not, it's, it can be painful. Mm -hmm. Um, it can, it can certainly be upsetting, but I think I would much rather know that I'm not ready rather than go invest money and time just to learn the hard way. Um, and potentially spoiling your reputation or, you know, something. So I, I think, am I ready is a good question to ask and, and asking it to the right person. Once again, you know, if, if you ask, you know, your best friend, they're oh, yeah, you're totally ready. You're mm -hmm. going to kill it. You're going to make so much money. But finding finding someone who can be honest with you, and, and you've certainly been honest with me, um, but I think that's super important. And not a lot of people ask that. Well, and I think a lot of people are not prepared to hear the honest truth. And that, right. that becomes another another issue. Wow. Okay. So I think this has been really interesting because you've just laid it out. Trent, thanks so much for being on the show. Uh, it's been great. Thanks for having me, Christian. Thank you for listening to our Magic Business Podcast. Please visit themagicoracle.club where you can hear all of our Magic Business Podcasts and enjoy a bunch more of magical knowledge and information that you didn't know was out there. Here's a really fun quote. Uh, gets right to the point by Harry Blackstone Sr. The personality must be bigger than the prop. As always, we at The Magic Oracle wish you continued success on your path in the magical arts.